In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. So begins one of our most cherished stories. This year, listening to this story, I found myself thinking about angels. An angel is a messenger from God, an intermediary who brings us the word of God. Now, Gabriel was an archangel, second in rank only to the archangel Michael. God looked around for the right angel for the job, and God picked Gabriel. So this was very clearly an important mission, one that required skill and sensitivity. You see, Mary was a very young woman. She was probably around 12 or 13 years old because she was engaged but not yet married. And Gabriel had to announce some pretty delicate news. Mary, who is still a virgin and unmarried, is pregnant in a time when that's not so good. Now, my granddaughter is 13. She's very sharp. You can't push her around. And she's also kind. She's not the type to be rude to anyone, let alone an angel. I imagine if Gabriel said to my granddaughter, look, young woman, you're gonna have a baby and God's gonna make it happen. I imagine she would say something like, well, Mr. Angel, that's interesting, kind of weird, but I'm just a kid. Very much like Mary, who says, I'm just a virgin. How can this be? Well, then the Archangel Gabriel fluffs up his wings and makes his case. The Holy Spirit will come upon you, he says, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. This child of yours will be holy and have a kingdom. And furthermore, if you need even more proof, your relative, who is an old woman, Elizabeth, is pregnant too. Because, and here's Gabriel's punchline, nothing is impossible with God. This is clearly the big time. Mary says, I think, what any sensible young person would say in the same situation. You're the angel, the emissary of God, and I'm just me. Okay, then let it be done to me. Or as I imagine my granddaughter might say, sure thing, Mr. Archangel, if you say so. And then the angel leaves Mary. That's where our gospel story ends today. The angel leaves. And then Mary, like all of us, has to do the hard, the very difficult, seemingly impossible work of living with the new thing God has asked. The hard work of being pregnant, telling her parents, her fiance, and so on. I myself have been visited by angels. Last winter, the same day I got a call from the unhappy doctor who had to tell me they had found cancer, I opened my balcony door 
I was looking out at the trees and lo and behold, in buzzes a very energetic fly. This is a time of year when there are no flies, but there it was and I couldn't get rid of it. Six days later, I realized this was no ordinary fly. As I ate at the table, it would sit peacefully beside my plate. I would wake to find it on my blanket. It followed me to the bathroom, sat on the sink when I washed my dishes. People would visit me and it would fly around their heads. It would land on my book as I read. Finally, I recognized that persistent little creature as an emissary, a tiny, dark angel. Well, that little angel kept me constant company for nearly two weeks. In those weeks and in the months following a difficult surgery, I learned a great deal about patience, about listening closely for God's word God's will in my life. I learned a lot about humility and obedience. Not my will, but thine be done. As Jesus will say later, echoing Mary in our story today. Mary says, let it be as you say, let it be unto me according to thy will, according to your word. I am a servant of the Lord, Mary says. I know when something is bigger than me and I say yes to that bigger thing. I obey. What does it mean to obey God, to be obedient to the will of God? Obedience is an interesting word. I used to think it meant doing what I was told by someone in authority. And it can mean that, but obedience has a deeper meaning than that. Obedience comes from the root word obedire, a Latin word that means literally listen to. To obey means to listen to. And this is how I see this story of the Annunciation. It's a story about what can happen if we really listen. The angel Gabriel, standing in for God, speaks to Mary, and Mary listens. She listens for the story behind the story. She discerns something bigger and deeper than herself, and she responds to it. She agrees, and then she waits. The angel leaves, and Mary waits to see what unfolds. That's what pregnancy is all about. That's what Advent is all about. It's a pregnancy of the soul. So Mary becomes a metaphor for my soul, my deepest, purest soul. Mary becomes a metaphor for my very best self, which yearns for one thing above all other things, and that is God. So when the angel comes to me in the night in the form of a dream or a premonition and the angel says to me, a great thing is required of you, 
this is what you were made for, what do I say? What do I do? What I hope is that I listen, that I listen attentively. As I tell people in the Zoom services, listening to one another is listening to God. God may be speaking to you through the community. What we are listening for is the will of God in our lives, just as Mary was. Sometimes we are sent as angels to one another. I have come to see that the angel is everywhere. The word of God is everywhere. In a little dog looking at me with joyful curiosity, with complete and unearned approval. In the illness that caused me so much pain, but taught me and continues to teach me to be fully embodied, to be fully present to my own life and being. The angel is in my closest friends who reassure me when I am in despair. The angel is even in the people who have hurt me badly. The angel is in the sunrise of another winter morning when I'm not sure I can face another day of social isolation and bad news about the mounting death tolls because of COVID. The angel says, are you listening? Will you listen to what God has been saying to you day after day? Will you bow your head and say yes? And when necessary, will you raise your head and say no? Will you stand up when standing up is called for? As Mary stood at the foot of the cross? Will you lie down when lying down is called for? As Mary lay down in a stable? Will you give birth willingly to the new thing that is trying to be born in you, the flowering of your own soul, according to the word of God. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, says Mary, our sister and our mother. My spirit rejoices in you, O God, my savior, for you have looked with favor on your lowly servant, from this day, all generations will call me blessed. You, the Almighty, have done great things for me, and holy is your name. Amen.